State police wanted those items, and they asked at least four New Mexico State athletics officials for them. None of them got back to the detective. As he was trying to collect this gun, tablet, and phone, New Mexico State Police Agent David Escabel gave Assistant Athletic Director Bron Cartwright a warning. I don't know what those those players did with it between you know the incident and now, and um, if those items are in one of their rooms, you know we need them to hand them over, hand those things over like now because you know, for obvious reasons, and, and also they were their evidence, so we don't want anybody else to get hemmed up for tampering with evidence. We'd Absolutely. like to nip this in the butt now. But let me make some calls, and I can see what I can find out as far as where those items may or may not be. But Target 7 has learned through these reports and text messages that instead of calling the detective back, Cartwright called New Mexico State University Police Chief Andrew Bowen to tell him where the evidence was. There was no need to involve the University Police Department of NMSU wasn't necessary. Now, Darren White used to oversee the state police when he was the Department of Public Safety Cabinet Secretary. Wasn't their case. It, this state police is, um, it was hand, they were handling this case, they were investigating this case, and they didn't need the, the assistance of the chief, uh, the lieutenant, or anyone else. Uh, at the University Police Department. The state police agent called NMSU coaches several times. Hi, you've reached Greg Hire. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Good baby. We in here, yeah, we in here. Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here, yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. That's right. <laughs> Back again for another Monday. It's Miss Laureen with Black versus the Board of Education. As usual, we welcome you into this space. Today we are talking about uh, what happened with the New Mexico basketball player um, and the situation that he found himself in with this series of unfortunate decisions he decided to make. Um, this episode is called Peekaboo, and before we get started, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to kick it to my team so they can introduce themselves, and I'm going to start with Samuel. So go ahead and pull Samuel up. Go ahead, Sam. Say hey. Hello. My name is Samuel. Uh, I'm in sixth grade. Uh, I had my last day of school today. Oh, come on, Sam. Bye. Last day of school. Hallelujah. What'd you say? First semester. For wow. the semester. Oh, yeah. All right. That's what's up. Welcome back, uh, Miss Anaya. Hey, everyone. My name is Anaya, and I'm currently a senior in high school. Perfect. Jada. Hey, uh, my name is Jada. I am a senior, uh, a homeschooled senior, and this is actually my last week of school for the semester. So, woo-woo. You feeling yourself? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen. Uh, my name is Jalen. Um, I'm a college student, and it's finals week. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna send you some some finals. Send me all the finals oh, love. I me need too. It. I I need that I need for Spanish. Okay. Let me let me sprinkle y'all. Yeah. That's right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and so before we get started with this particular episode, I just have a couple of announcements. I have to give a huge shout out to one of the BYLP's alumni. He was just 
actually sworn in as mayor of the city of Pinole. So shout out to Devin Murphy. He also used to be he also used to be a board member here. So we are extremely proud of Devin and uh, his ascension in the political ranks. Um, also, Miss Anaya. Yes. You legal now, girl. You done got your license. You done beat Tevin. You done beat Jayla. Jada. Oh, don't forget on me. And so Anaya drove herself. How you feeling? You 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 good or what? Peaceful. yeah, I like to get to places, not to I don't like the destination. I like the arrival. Yeah. You know. You mean the journey? Yeah, you mean Yeah, the journey. I'm not two of the same words, little synonyms. Okay. I see where you were going. Execution was off. Like, dang, okay, you don't like it. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. um, you guys, we we actually had to pivot today, and we are talking about what happened with New Mexico State, uh, the basketball player Mike Peak. And uh, I know that opening clip didn't really tell us what happened, but apparently, this particular basketball player he was set up uh, and lured to campus by a 17 year old girl, where three men jumped out to jump him and beat him up they hit him in his leg and shot him and he returned fire so when we're talking about things that are happening around us and i talk to you about how black kids are dealing with one another this is yet another example so apparently there was some sort of incident that transpired before this particular incident where there was a fight at a football game And this was a retaliation of sorts where they used this young lady who she was a willing participant. Let's not get it twisted. Mm -hmm. Um, They used this young lady to basically set him up to come and see her under false pretenses. And once he arrived, this ambush kind of occurred. Um, So I know you guys, this is a new story to you. So when you saw the details or you're learning the details as we go along and we're having dialogue, um, what's the first thing that came to mind? Samuel, I'm gonna go to you first. Uh, I was just, I was just trying to figure out like what happened and what caused this. Like, wh- what type of things were they going through where they had, where they needed to set up a whole plan to try to jump somebody with a gun? That I was just like so confused, and mm-hmm. I just needed more details, more explanation. Most some some articles were really vague with what they were saying. Maybe that's because information hasn't been out yet, but super vague, super it's like, yeah, this happened, but there's no details about it. So I'm just trying mm. to figure out what's going on. Right. And so I pulled a timeline um and uh i can i'll just read so travis was in his dorm room travis is one of the boys the last name of one of the boys who um concocted this plan including the girl who had been in contact with peak for a while as well as two other people hill which is the girl intended to meet peak to have sex but travis the boy uh upon hearing that hill was going talking to peak convinced her to set up peak so that Travis and his friends could jump him as revenge for a fight at a football game. The plan was for Hill to walk with Peak until Travis Smith and Upshaw rolled up and Hill was to run away. So it's really interesting, um, not interesting in a a way. Um, So he thought he was just going to go hook up with a girl. Problem with that, Jalen? Yeah, it's always a problem because... You always have to be head on the swivel, especially now, because a lot of this 
setting a girl setting up guys is being glorified now mm. um and a lot of rap that 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 uh is being put out or just different stories that really uh, in social media i've heard a lot of different stories about you always have to keep your head on a swivel when you're going to meet up with somebody for the first time you don't even know them mm-hmm. you always have to be mm-hmm. conscious of well letting people know where you're at letting people know who you're going to be with letting people know uh hey have an exit plan for if this goes awry Mm. do you think Anaya do you think there was a problem with what was going on with what he initially thought do you think he should have been afraid aware or I would say he had to know something because he showed up with a firearm right yeah that was interesting unless I don't unless he always travels with yeah. Honestly, it makes sense. I mean what makes sense? Talk friend, to me. Somebody talk to me. It makes sense for him to always travel with the firearm. I mean, because he's a professional athlete and you about to no, go meet no, up. No, no, he's a collegiate, collegiate. athlete. Collegiate. He's, he's in college. A, he's in college. Okay. Well, collegiate athlete. He's very successful in the stuff that he does. He might have a couple of enemies out there because he's super successful. He's black. He's a tall man. He may be seen as a threat. So of course, in his mind, he thought his best protection was to keep a firearm, especially if he's licensed. I don't know if he finds anything wrong with carrying it. He's about to go meet a girl in the middle of the night. Anything could happen. I'm sure he probably wasn't thinking I'm about to get jumped because he's probably yeah. just thinking with his whatever. With so. his <laughs> lower extremity. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. His little uh-huh. peak. Um, <laughs> okay. I like that play on words, though. I like that. <laughs> and, you know, so, you know, he's just being cautious. And, you know, he... He was being cautious, and unfortunately, he ended up having to use it. He probably just brought it for protection, but unfortunately, he ended up feeling like he had to use it. So, Anaya, do you think that he was overly cautious, or do you think he may have anticipated something might happen besides what he wanted to happen? Ooh, <laughs> I feel like he may have anticipated it because if there was a fight that he, he was involved in a fight Ooh, prior, right, it would make sense for his guard to be high at all times. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, like like she said, there was a, already an altercation that happened on this camp. Was it on, on the, the campus? Was I, it I know on... it was at a football game involving the, the two, two schools so, is what I'm understanding. So I'm they're hoping. from different schools. The yeah, guys in yeah the so basically it's New Mexico That's and New Mexico That's why she State. lured him to campus. It wasn't his original campus. Oh, the so, girl and him are from two different campuses. Yes. He went to another oh, campus. Yeah. The, so, yeah, that yeah, was so, your first mistake. So... Uh, he goes to New Mexico and she goes to New Mexico State. They're basically no, no, right. he, she goes to the University of New Mexico. He, he goes, goes to New, New Mexico. Mexico State University. Yeah, so they're basically rivals. Right. Um, and he already had altercations with people that were on from what New University Mex- of New, New Mexico. Mexico. And if you're if you know you're gonna go there, the last time you were there, something mm-hmm. already took place. Yeah, I feel like he thought that he needed to be, you know, yeah. on guard. I don't think he had his guard up. Oh yeah. Until I don't think he had his guard up at all because like he had his guard up intending to go there, but once he got there, he let his guard down mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he wasn't even aware of surroundings because if you were on guard, they wouldn't have been able to roll up on him. No, right. Why why wasn't he aware? Because he was around a girl and he thought that everything was sweet. <laughs> when you're it's like a, it, you have a tendency when you are around uh, people that you find, like, especially if you want to do something like that, you lower your guard and you're like, you know mm-hmm. what? I feel like this wouldn't happen to me until it happens to you. Yeah. Okay. 
And so, you know, as we learn more about the story, um, there are a couple of things that really stick out to me. First of all, he is a an athlete and they were supposed to be in the hotel. And it says that um, New Mexico uh, State University basket, basketball, men's basketball assistant, I don't know why it says it like that, uh, Mr. Taylor and other Aggie coaches conducted room checks at the Doubletree Hotel and all players were in their room. Um, approximately at 115 to 120, Taylor sees Aggie's player Peak and Pinson, um, Peak, Pinson, and Benjamin walk into the hotel. Taylor points in the direction of the elevators, but does not have a conversation with them. So he took a lift somewhere and went to see this young lady. Mm -hmm. And he sees them walking back into the hotel. Wait, no, he didn't take the lift yet, but they had room checks. They got out the room. He sees them walking back into the hotel. And then it says at 1.36 a.m., Peak orders a lift ride and it's scheduled to arrive at the destination on the University of New Mexico campus at 1.51 a.m. So he was supposed to have his behind somewhere sleep. So and I, he decided to sneak out. Sam, is that a problem? That he decided to sneak out after curfew? I mean, don't like, don't like. I mean, it's not like a super big problem, but you're a you're a collegiate athlete. You should be taking that seriously, especially when you have you want you have aspirations to go pro. You should be taking that seriously. But you know, college students do college things. They're gonna come yeah. on, Sam. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna go party, whatever they do. They're they're gonna do that stuff. So it's not like really a big problem. But it's just more of a, you have to be more responsible than a regular college student as a collegiate athlete if you're trying to go pro. Yeah, mm. for sure. Do you think it's a problem that he was 21 and she was 17? Y'all got quiet. Hold no, on. I, I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, so I would say, come back to me. Sorry. You would, Okay. Sorry. Because we can have this conversation about, you know, minors versus adults. We can have the conversation about um, did he know she was 17? Because I think you were telling me that you read somewhere. You might have thought it was on. Uh, I was on Twitter and a lot of people were under the assumption that they met off of Twitch, uh, off of Tinder. And on Tinder, you can lie about your age. And if you are 17, you can put in you can really put any age. They don't age. They don't like ID check or anything. Mm -hmm. You can just put an uh, age. You just can't change the birthday or anything. But you can put. Uh, age of 18 mm -hmm. um so maybe he wasn't under the assumption that she because you have to be 18 to be on the app mm -hmm. and if they did meet on the app then her age definitely said 18 or older hmm. so and should he be concerned that she was in fact 17 should he be concerned mm -hmm. yeah i feel like i mean what well, is that a question like why no, are you confused no, sorry <laughs> i'm saying okay because um that was a yeah Okay. Yeah. Samuel? I'm just like, you really on that border of like barely legal stuff. Like it's it's max five years difference for it to be consensual. So you really on that border. You really edging that line. And it's really, it's really situational if they even met on Tinder. You don't even know where they right. met. They, they could have met on the street. They could have met because maybe I the thought they met at the football game. 
Yeah. Oh. I've heard multiple different. I've seen multiple different because things. Because I heard I that they have been talking since the football game. Then that would make sense that they. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you are on Tinder and then you were like, hey, let's go to that football game. And then I'm going to meet her there. So well, they were rival schools. I would imagine she would already be there. I know. So that's probably why mm-hmm. he, he also went there probably to meet up with her for the first time. Maybe. I'm just saying. And honestly, even if it wasn't on Tinder, you could still lie about your age in real time. Like, right. she, yeah, that's and, and she goes to college. Of course, nobody. Because I when until somebody explained to me, oh, her birthday might have been late. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I would initially thought, how can you be 17 and be in college? But late birthdays exist, I guess. Early. Go ahead, Sam. It's early birthdays, by the way. Seventeen. No, no, late, 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 late. Nope. No, late. late because say, say I'm seventeen. I turn eighteen right, right in my senior year. But my friend, she has a birthday in August, which is not when, which is when she would start her freshman year in college. So that's a late wow. birthday. Sam, okay, I know y'all get it. About. Y'all get it. Thank you. It doesn't matter. So basically, this young lady was seventeen years old. She conspired with three other people to set this young man up to be jumped. He thought he was coming for one reason. He ended up with a with being hit in the being hit in the leg with a bat and shot. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had a chance to watch the surveillance video. What stuck out to you the most? This ain't a trick question, y'all. I didn't what watch stuck it. out to I me the most? That, I that? would I guess. Uh, the most that I saw, the first one that I saw, he was in a corner talking to a girl. And then there's these three guys. The that, girl. The girl. Mm-hmm. And there's these three guys, the three guys that came from different directions. Um, two guys came. One guy ran up. I guess he's the one who had the gun. It was Michael, I think his name, Michael. Mm-mm. His oh. name was Brandon. Brandon. Mm-hmm. Mike is the one who got shot. The girl, right. The other one. So Brandon and then a guy comes up behind him. But then the other guy runs to the parking lot. So they all kind of just like, they all like came in on him in a corner then um i guess i saw the girl because i think the report says she ran away i just saw her disappear into a door so Mm -hmm. it seemed like she was standing right at the door and then i think that's what stuck out to me the most she was there and the next second she wasn't like she faded into the wall that's what stuck out to me so if you guys hear somebody coming up on you at nighttime what do you think may have been going through his mind the worst Mm mm-hmm that somebody is going to try to assault or rob or kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's scary. It's probably really, of course, really scary for him because you're in the dark. It's only supposed to be you and this other person. And you hear multiple people running towards in your direction. It's like, all right, what's going down? Like, What's and then about the, to happen? And then the girl that you meet up with disappears. Right. It's like, oh. And then I think that clicked for him. Ah, she set me up. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So I think in that moment, like Jada said, it clicked for him. He knew. And he was aware of, like, what was going on after that happened. Yeah, and I just wonder, you know, like, as, you know, I don't know. At nighttime, I'm always really um, Mm -hmm. hyper alert. Yeah. Footprints or footsteps. Like, as soon as I heard the skitter, like, how you not hear the skitter scatter of people gathering? No, 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 I think he heard it. And that's why I think he was, had his guard down because... And also, you said they came in different. I didn't watch the villains. They said they came in different directions. One ran through so the parking then, lot, and yeah. then the guy, the two came the guy with the, the bat, came behind the oh, guy. Okay, so yeah. then he's probably just he probably hears it, but hears so many different ones, yeah. so he doesn't like, he doesn't know if it's actually coming for him or not. Because if you think you're hearing footsteps this way, footsteps this way, you're like, what's going on already? You're like, uh-huh. why are why is everybody running? My first thought, because you're standing right by the door, get inside. That would be my first thought. 
just get inside. But I guess he was trying to see first what was going on. Because the girl disappeared into the door after the guy came up, stood in front of her. Because the guy I wonder if up. she had an access card to get into that door, or is that a door mm. that it opens? Mm. And why did most, it take so the dorms that so you have to have an access card? Most of them, card. you do have to have an access card. And it was card. weird because why did it take so long for her to offer to go inside? Like y'all just standing outside talking. For well, me. it says that Pretty. she was supposed to lure him there until those three got there, and she was supposed to run away. Yes, but like for the guy's mind, why are we automatically going inside? Like, why am I standing outside in the dark talking to some female in the corner of a parking? That's line? what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be weird. Like you, you call me here for a reason. Let's go inside. Like that would be my thought as a guy. Like, why are we still standing outside? Yeah, but I want to go back. <laughs> no, this is my thing. This is my thing because I had this, I had this thought going back to the like the curfew thing. As an as a former athlete, that like we when we travel to different oh, yeah. uh, cities and hotels and stuff like that, it actually is very very easy to skip curfew. Like they do one check, and after the check, they go into their room and go to sleep. And you don't see them till the next morning. So hmm. it, it's very, very easy to do that. It's it's easy to, to skip curfew. Yeah. And I think that's what you heard from one of the coaches, too, because he said that he missed 11 calls from one player and then he missed four from another because he was asleep. He didn't get to his phone until the next morning. Mm-hmm. So you're assuming um, after you do those yeah. checks – that they are where they're supposed to be. They're still college students, whether you're mm-hmm. a collegiate athlete or not. They're still, they still got teenage hormones, teenage brains. Well, mm-hmm. he's 21. He ain't no teenager. So. And I'm thinking the coach probably has trust in his team. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. Room check. Go to sleep now. Got practice in the morning. Good night. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. The coaches were like, we don't have to do two or three. These, these are grown men at this point. Right. Or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, so he sneaks out. He gets involved in this altercation. Um, apparently, he after he gets shot, he calls his friends and asks them to come and help him. Come get. I, we don't know the contents of the conversation, of course. Mm-hmm. But you see on the video, uh, a yellow Camaro shows up. Three people jump out of the car. Um, they say that it is then that these teammates take his... Uh, tablet in his gun and put it into the trunk of the car and they drive away um now they're trying to paint it as if those teammates were involved in the situation the whole time yeah, uh Jalen, what what were you saying about that how why would you think they would be trying to pin something on the teammates oh because to be honest with you i don't even like it's so crazy like it doesn't have anything to do with them. I think they're just trying to get anybody because I, I I don't know. Or make the whole team look Samuel, wait. any thoughts why they are trying to now pin stuff on the teammates? I mean, they just, it just seems like they trying to find people to blame it for, specifically black people, black young black men. Mm. They all, they're all young black yeah. men though. True. True. <laughs> True. Like, young black I, I was like, so pause, are, are they all? I have a yeah. question. Yeah. Sam, if you're finished. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they showed up to where he was shot, took his just for clarification, he took they took the tablet, the gun left him there and then left. No, no, they, no, no, they, no, no, they no. Left, no, they put the tablet and the gun in the trunk and then picked him up and then they left to go to the hospital. So maybe they were hiding evidence to make him look more innocent. Hiding oh. the tap 
make who look uh, make who look innocent mike the one who was shot and you think that's why the police are trying to pin something on them like because yeah because i'm thinking of okay you had a gun maybe he wasn't maybe it wasn't registered to him let's hide the gun oh your tablet maybe it has the messages on there let's take that i don't know but yeah they're supposed to collect evidence yes Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing is this so um if i were out with my friends and something transpires where they get shot do you think we're going to have a conversation of what happened or do you think that i'm going to get you to the hospital as quick as possible that's why i'm saying it's unreasonable that's why i say it's unreasonable for them to pin like like oh they're accomplices yeah if if anaya called me saying yo i just got shot come get me I'm hopping in the no car. I'm driving. driving, like without no a license and everything. Huh? Yes, no. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, like you're. That's like, the thing. The last thing on your mind is what happened. Right. Yeah, I want to like, know. Are you okay? Right. Uh, we gonna get you. Okay? Like, are you bleeding out? Are you about to die? Like, uh, like you know, it's like stay on so the phone. Things. Stay on the phone with me. Yeah. I'm about to be there. Like, right. you good? And so now, what's happening is they're trying to find the driver of that yellow Camaro. When they're trying should... to hold the the teammates responsible for, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's referred to as chain of custody. I should have had Obed on. Um, but I think it's chain of custody where the property changes hands, so many hands. Um, My question is, where is this energy for the people who are a part of it? The people who knocked him in the leg, the person who came up running in the parking lot? I believe they've been arrested. Okay, because okay. I was just like, where's all this energy for the other team? Yeah, yeah. Lost. Why are yeah. we focused on the people? So... Um, it says approximately 3 a.m. Peak is seen on the video surveillance walking with Hill outside of the Coronado complex on the UNM campus. Three men approach him. Two other men from far from behind near the entrance to the dormitory. Travis points a gun at Peak's face. One of the students hits Peak in the leg with a baseball bat. Smith will later tell um, tell police that Upshaw is the one with the bat. After briefly falling to the ground, Peak gets up and starts to run. Travis fires his gun at Peak several times. Peak pulls a firearm from his waist and and wait, oh, a Smith and Wesson SD. Well, they got really specific and fires back, hitting Travis four times, twice in the chest, once in the scrotum and once in the arm. An autopsy will later reveal a shot to the left chest is what kills Travis. Peak is shot in the left leg in the exchange. Um, so the other two, Opshaw and Smith, flee and will later tell investigators their versions of what happened next. Smith dials 911 following the shooting and throws his phone underneath a car. Upshaw breaks a window and they enter Coronado Hall and change their clothes in Upshaw's room. The two get in Smith's car, retrieve his phone, and throw their clothes in a sewer drain near Lobo Village. Smith and Upshaw make their way back to the scene of the shooting and are in a crowd watching as police attempt to help Travis, who would eventually succumb to his injuries. So they didn't... So wow. It sounds like... Okay. They didn't stay there with him. Yeah, I'm like, fake they friends? They left, yeah. threw their clothes, and came back to stand in the crowd like, what happened? Yeah, that's a little fake. That's a not even a little. You left your friend there to die. See, the well, other... He was probably going to die anyway. Regardless, like, you would want him to make it, yes? No? Yeah, uh, yeah You so. go there with your friend. Your friend gets shot. You would want to help your friend, right? Not so flee the scene. Come back like, oh my god, what happened? Well, they threw their clothes away, which is evidence, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. They arrest those two, and apparently, mm-hmm. they also arrest the seventeen-year-old. My thing is, she says, "I didn't want nobody was supposed to die, but why did she? Why did they even Ooh. pull out a gun on them in the first place?" 
Because men, I'm sorry, I'm not going to speak about. Well, he wouldn't. Well, it says in there he's running away, and, and then he, gets he pull, shot and then out they multiple times. So if somebody's running away, they're not a threat anymore. No, no, he pulled the gun out. Of, so what I saw on the first video mm-hmm. when um they all ran up on him, he was standing there. The girl is like behind the guy with with the gun. He pulls the gun out, points it to his face. Then that's when his friend comes and knocks him in the leg. So he pulled out the gun on like first walking up to his face because that's what kept him distracted from the guy with the bat to run up and knock him in his leg. So he just brought a gun because he thought he was big and bad. He was like, hey, remember that fight yesterday? I got a gun now. What you want to do about it? That's how I'm taking it. And I don't know if it was yesterday per se, but I know there was an altercation. I don't want to say any dates because I'm not really 100 percent sure. But I know it was previous to them having I guess there was supposed to be some sort of basketball game the day after or the day of or something like that. Some sometime that week, I want to say. It was sometime in that week. Okay. Yeah. So when this incident happens, um, law enforcement, my understanding is that they were upset that the team immediately boarded the bus to go home. Mm -hmm. The New Mexico State team boarded the bus to return back to wherever the part of New Mexico is. Um, They were also upset because the coaches would not allow them to question the three teammates. Was that a right decision or a wrong decision? 100% right. It was a right decision. Mm -hmm. Samuel, talk to me. Right decision or wrong decision for them not to allow the police to question the kids on the bus? Uh, probably the right decision. You don't, you, as a coach, you probably don't want your players saying the wrong thing and then they're locked up for life or something. As a coach of those players, you don't know what the situation is. You just like, you just want to protect your players. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the coaches felt a responsibility to them? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's great. Because Mm -hmm. he was like, we're not, you're not going to speak to them without a lawyer. Yeah. There's a lot of coaches that wouldn't have done that. Right. A lot of coaches that would have just threw them under the bus. Like, okay, oh, you want them? Go talk to them. Cause I don't, I'm trying to talk to them too. So hopefully you can get something out of them. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of coaches that could have done that. But for for him to be like, you know what? No, we're going to get them a lawyer and then you can speak to their lawyer. That's, and I take it in the same way as, you know, mommy's always telling me, she's like, don't write no statements without your parent present. But in this case, you're legal, you're grown, mm-hmm. get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. be talking to nobody without somebody there. And that's what they did. And so, you know, they they uh, will they have been getting a lot of criticism for that. They say that the players were not cooperating with law enforcement. They said that they were supposed to help them, but they didn't help law enforcement and that they could face charges for not being open uh, with the information. And so my question to you all is, like, when you hear criticisms like that, is it fair to assume that people are out of touch with what's been happening regarding police and community relations and why people would be mistrusting of of law enforcement? And I don't want to put words into your mouth, but is that a... uh, not, I don't want to say a correct line of thinking, but is that something that you think factors in to why the decision was made to keep them, for mm-hmm. them to remain silent and wait yes. until they had legal representation? Yes, because Absolutely. you know how much power police hold. They could have twisted that story up that, and hit it on those those other boys who were his teammates. They're mm-hmm. trying. So, I mean, yeah, that's what first came to our minds, um, right? It's like, no, you're not going to take them without a lawyer because right. we know the power you have. We know what corrupt system you work for. Mm-hmm. We know what you can and want to do. 
And most people just think, oh, they're trying to, they're trying to um, help him. They're trying to uh, keep him safe. Not even keep right. him safe, but like, oh, they're trying to protect him from, you know, whatever he's, because he's hiding something, because he's hiding something. No, I'm just trying to protect my players because I actually care about my players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I care about their futures. So three of them, two of them had been arrested. Uh, the third person, uh, I'm assuming the one without the bat, yeah. it has not been charged with anything. Mike, who was jumped uh, and shot in the leg, has not been charged with anything. Um, the 17-year-old has been charged. But the three teammates from three of Mike's teammates were suspended uh, for one game. And then Mike himself has been suspended indefinitely. Mm. And so you think that's fair? Do you? Mm, I have a hard uh, time with that because the fact that he did skip curfew. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know their team dynamic and I don't know how justifiable the punishment for skipping curfew is. So that's the only part that I can see why he was suspended. And that's the only part that I'm having trouble with. But suspended indefinitely? Didn't they all violate curfew? If that's Mm -hmm. the standard that we're using? Um, The way that I'm thinking about it, they're not just thinking, oh, you skipped curfew. I think they're thinking we got a player, we could be having a player on a team that committed murder. Like, you know, and it's, and I think they're probably thinking about their rep, like, you know, going to games, people might not Mm want to play them because no, you're a team member, they killed somebody, you know? And, you know, I wasn't really thinking about curfew, maybe because I don't understand basketball like that, where curfew is like such a huge, important thing. It's not even, it's just more sports because of the simple fact they, uh, coaches know as soon as they go into their room, you have, they basically, they're supposed to be in charge of you because first Mm -hmm. of all, you're not near your home destination. And they're like, and they're responsible. They're for they're responsible for you, mm-hmm. and they're in their room, so they have no. You, you guys have no supervision, so they take that super seriously. And it's any sport, football, basketball, any sport that travels, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Samuel, were you trying to jump in? Yeah, I was saying. Oh yes, 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 yes. So I feel like it's a little, a little excessive. I feel like the season, maybe two, but indefinitely is like shutting down his future because he may, around around the campus, he may not be viewed the same. He may be kind of looked at with third, you know. I mean, he's committed all this time into basketball and he just found himself in a situation where, I want to say found, because of kind of, <laughs> He yeah. he kind of contributed to it, but he was kind of struck in, in the situation where he had to choose what it's it, either it, him or me. Right. I gotta pull out my gun, I gotta shoot back because they shoot at me. Right. And it just happened like But doesn't it definitely mean like no, without a timetable though? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that means like there's no predetermination of no. you're gonna get off on this time. Yeah, no. yeah. Indefinite. So he's not kicked off. It's just like, we're not going to tell you when you're coming back. Yeah, it's one of well, those. Well, I mean, he's been shot and, he, you know, his leg is likely broken based on the way his ankle was flipping, flailing. And his so, leg I mean, leg I'm leg thinking, okay, he's just suspended indefinitely. But at the same time, um, th- let's talk about the decisions that he made because he contributed yeah. to the situation. Mm-hmm. Had he stayed as behind where he was supposed to be, he wouldn't have found himself in this situation. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, you saying yes, but you looking up at the sky, which means, but, but what? What you saying? If he had skipped curfew, I would understand the suspension. I, I guess the only, I'm not gonna, I guess I don't want to blame him. I'm not like not saying you're blaming him, but I don't want to feel like I'm blaming him for the situation he was in. Did you make a dumb decision? Yes. Did you expect that this was coming? Oh, I don't Absolutely think so. Absolutely not. He may have thought, so. oh, something could happen to me, but I'm sure he wasn't thinking, I'm about to get jumped by these different dudes and somebody about to put a gun in my face and I'm going to end up with a broken leg. Let me not go. Like, I'm I'm sure that there was some inkling that something bad could happen to him, mm-hmm. but he probably wasn't thinking about that. And the fact that he was caught in this situation, I'm sure when he fired back, he wasn't intent. Maybe he was intent on shooting somebody, but not killing somebody. He was just fighting for his life. I think that there should be... I don't know. Like he was just fighting for his life. I'm not gonna put the blame on the situation he was in on him. Um, he made a very dumb decision that cost him his entire future. Um, but I don't know. Well, every decision has a consequence, whether it's a good or a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Right? Of course. And so when you're dealing with decisions or the consequences of your decisions, you can't just say, Oh, well, I didn't intend to, so no, there's a okay, consequence yeah. for that decision. Now whether or not it was self-defense, that's arguable. Because dude yeah, shot at him first. Mm-hmm. So I no, think definitely. that you have a right to defend yourself, yeah. right? Um, he had a right to defend himself prior for, to him being shot at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you had three assailants on one person. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think he intended to. But you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. No, I'm, I think any murderer should be punished to a very large extent. But I'm saying, like, I don't know, man. Murder or self defense? Are we? Is that the yeah, same thing to you, or? Well, murder is a murder to me. Oh. I mean, the circumstances should be thought about when you're committing or you're convicting somebody. But murder is murder. Well, to I don't me. think he's, he's not. Getting, he's, he's, he's not, not arrested. Even, arrested no, he anything. hasn't been charged with anything. Samuel's trying to jump in because I'm looking at his face. <laughs> <laughs> he disagrees. Um, <laughs> Come on, Sam. No, when you when your life is in danger and you're about to get killed. When when you're in that mode, you're not thinking about well, is this technically murder or not? No, I'm not saying I'm that. I'm not to survive. I I'm 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 trying to see where you're coming from, but I my standpoint is that not all murder is is all the same. Murder is not murder to my in my standpoint. Self defense is different than just picking somebody out in the street and killing them. That's <laughs> different. There's a difference. So. Oh, also I want to say one more thing. Come on. Okay. This is a this is a very complex situation. So I don't yeah. think there's an absolutely yeah, sure. right or wrong side. I yeah. think there's just sure. two sides that have different situations that they got in this predicament. So it's just kind of I it's like both sides had fault in getting 100%. into, into yeah. the predicament. And it's just it's just kind of unfortunate. It is. I think that if I was to point at anybody I think I'm more upset at the girl because if she hadn't agreed with it none of this would have happened and my initial Mm. thought about all of this was what was in it for her Mm. for her because like I don't find me personally I wouldn't find any joy in somebody getting jumped Mm -hmm. so I'm just thinking like did they offer her money did they offer her some type of it had to be some type of amazing thing where it was just like yeah no yeah y'all can jump him yeah go ahead like I don't know. It was it was just weird. It was just very weird. Yeah. What do you think? What was in it for her? That's what I'm that's what I'm wondering because it's like, hey, help us set up this guy. Okay. 
like <laughs> what like are you what's going on in your okay? head <laughs> yeah and I kind of want to go back to her because it's like she is an accomplice right like she was there I don't know how you know to what extent she planned everything out with the with the guys but she knew what was gonna happen yeah if she knew there was going to be a gun there or not, she knew he was going to end up getting hurt. Well, her, and... her story changed a couple of times, oh. um, which is unfortunate um, because I think when you give interviews with law enforcement and you don't lawyer up, you end up talking too much. And yeah. I think that is the main reason why the coach mm-hmm. said, no, you're not talking to my players. Mm-hmm. And so in a series of her, her interview, she changed her story a couple of times and, and they kept catching her right. in falsehoods, right? And so I'm just like, a lot of times, y'all talk too much. I tell y'all that all the time. Y'all talk a whole lot and y'all just be talking to talk and, and you don't understand the the gravity of the situation you're going to find yourself in should you keep running your mouth the way that you are. Um, I would be surprised if they don't charge her with murder mm-hmm. yeah. that's what i was thinking um, too. because she initiated pretty much this whole Everything. situation mm-hmm. and she admitted it on the interview <laughs> with the law with the detectives she admitted her part in this situation i would be very very surprised if they don't charge her with murder yeah just it's, like sam it's, said it's just so it is very complex. complex yeah it's so many parts it's like you you can't hear the story one time and be like okay I, I know exactly how I feel about it. It's like, no, because yeah. once you hear more and more and more and you talk about it, it's like, okay, well, oh, oh, well, that, oh, oh it's, but it's so Especially much. like with the suspension to me, like that's the thing, like the indefinitely, I don't know if it should be indefinitely, but then again, he's not going to be able to play because of right. his injuries. So, so maybe it's a, a maybe it's a as long as you're injured yeah, suspension what... thing type thing. I don't know. But then does that he, have anything to do? And I'm 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 ignorant to this portion mm-hmm. of sports. Mm-hmm. Does it have anything to do with? Could he redshirt for the rest of the semester and re- um, retain his eligibility? It depends on how many games he's. Samuel played. is shaking his head, so I don't so, know. Yeah, depend because in basketball you can play maybe. I think it's four. six. Yeah, I think it might be six games or something. It's, it's, it's not a lot of games you can play. And look, basketball se- and, uh, college basketball season just started. Theoretically, mm-hmm. if they haven't played that many games, if they played less than six, like Jalen said, he could theoretically redshirt and retain his eligibility. And when and just so because I don't know if the ladies understand what red shirt is. Yeah. Yeah, so, Can somebody okay. tell them so, what red shirt is? I know, but, yeah. I, I got it. So basically, red shirting is when you basically just practice with the team, but you are not eligible to play. Mm-hmm. And that's a decision I as a player make for myself. Yes. Most of the time it doesn't really come down to the player. It, it comes down to the player, but most of the time the coaches be like, Hey, you're probably not okay. gonna play this year, so we should you should probably red shirt to get extra year. Okay. But how, only... how many years of eligibility does a college player have? Technically. Four max. Four max. Nah, you really get five. You get fifth-year transfer. Mm. You can be a yeah, fifth-year but... transfer. But, but most most, of, most people do four. Yeah, most people. I mean, some people, in college basketball, it can be like one and done. It can be like two years. It's just, it's really a fluctuation in college basketball. Specifically. Especially with covid because a lot of oh, people got true. a lot of people got that COVID year 
removed from their eligibility. So you have some people in here that's been in college for six years mm. playing basketball because mm. they got the free COVID year. Huh. So were they playing during the COVID? Uh, they were playing and then they missed the tournament. So when COVID happened, the tur- the March Madness tournament was about to start. Oh. So then nobody got to play that. Okay. Oh. All right. And so, good to know. Again, so I understand about the punishments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, life is bigger than basketball. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you're suspending the other teammates for one game, but for why? Is it just a violation of the curfew? Maybe because I under I would understand that. Yeah. Um, but I think that there has to be some other consequences besides just the one game suspension. For the, for the guys who came yeah. to pick them up? Why? Yeah. He came to get his friend. But the, I don't understand the, 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 that. Yeah, Be- I was about to say because, because not only did they violate the curfew, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just my thoughts, okay. right? They, they, I'm sure, violated the team conduct. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rules that, you know, uh, are ascribed to student athletes when they participate on behalf of an institution. Yeah. Right. And I'm not blaming them because I would have went and got them, too. Yeah. Um, But I'm saying some people may look at that, like, for instance, and the person who ended up dying because he also took part in this situation, Mm -hmm. his family is going to call for accountability on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's just what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I haven't seen any news reports, but I would venture to say he was a good boy. He never had any problems with anybody. That's what the tape is with mm-hmm. with people who don't understand why their children were the only one being held accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking at it um, because honestly, nobody had to die. Nobody yeah. did. Yeah. This situation wasn't so serious that somebody had to die. Yeah. The fact is you have a lot of young people out here with this machismo or this bravado and they got to they got to prove themselves and show how hard they are and, mm-hmm. you know don't step to me and I saw the brawl from the football game it was really um vicious not to the point where people got shot but they were fighting out there like some vicious people mm-hmm. and so when it escalates we never know why it escalates but when it escalates and you find yourselves in situations where um you're not thinking Right. And we've been talking to you all about mindfulness. We've been talking about the dog mind and the lion mind. In that moment, all they could understand was what they wanted to see happen and they wanted that person to hurt. Now, he wasn't the only one involved in that brawl. So I'm trying to figure out why they focused on him and didn't have any access to him. Him Access to him. I think that there wasn't no other athletes that participated in that football brawl. No, I'm saying I think that they had access because they once they found out that he was talking to the girl, they were like, oh, let's get him. That, that's the only thing that I can think of because mm-hmm. they had quick access to him, be, lure him because you're talking to him so he trusts you enough and he might be, so come over. You said what, Janice? After like a few days, you trust this girl to come out well, here in the middle of the night? Well, well you, come you, on now. Y'all know your hormones you, you, you be getting Jada, Jada. Y'all say, know your Jada, hormones Jada, be, be handled. Come on, Sam. Let's not act like. 
Let's not act like y'all be in love after one conversation. What Come you on, Jada. Mean? Let's not minute. act like what? don't act. Don't y'all. don't take the high road. Y'all. Y'all. Don't hey, don't take the high road here. Let's not. Come on. I'm not taking the high road. Nah, it's just like it's the shoulda woulda coulda game. Like how long y'all? <laughs> you playing the shoulda woulda coulda game? Yeah. Let's, let's, no, okay, I'll stop saying. I'll okay. stop talking about. General, it. general demonstration of what happened on the first time they met. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't, we didn't, uh, I, I don't think I need the visual. He went right his lips. Rubbing that little goatee, talking about hey. what you up to tonight? Oh my god! Sam, why you why you licking your lips? Why are you hey. so close to the camera? <laughs> like, you try, hey. Hey. Sam, why you why you twelve years old trying to seduce the viewers? <laughs> <laughs> Got him there. <laughs> Sam, you already know. It don't Sam take much. Already I, know. I, I, I do and, and, let, and let that young man be on one of these sports teams. You think you oh, waiting? Yeah. You waiting? What? How long? How long you think these girls waiting when they get girls. proximity to, to folks? Oh, ooh, personally, me. I, Let's I, keep it a buck. From me, it's, it's not. No, we're not talking about for you. For you. We're talking oh, about generally. General. But That's you can tell us about you. What yeah, you, you trying to say? It's about you. What you trying to say? For me, yeah, if us. I don't know, I just go based on how my how my mother was like. You, you, I don't know. If I don't know their parents, you ain't going. So it's like me as an adult. I don't know you. Like, have we even met in the daytime yet? I don't but know. That's just me. But Let's, people have we met in the daytime? The high, the have we met in the daytime? <laughs> we and I mean, you in the nighttime. <laughs> Why we do, maybe while we act, hey, while we act just, like this for the cameras? You said for us to say, you said our perspective. I But I'm saying, like my generation, I know how when you want something, you're gonna go to yeah, definitely to get this it. Like, I is. yeah, so I can maybe, yeah, maybe it's just a personal moral thing yeah. over here. We're just like I don't, I don't know, nighttime. And I got a game. Oh, I'm like, now I got a game in the morning. And I don't know no, you. Don't I don't really morning. know you. They play, that they was they my play in the evening. Yeah, so they don't have no game in the morning. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know you, but but now y'all haven't entered into college yet. Yeah. It's y'all different. haven't maybe, been yeah, around. Maybe it's, it's just the, the, the high school <laughs> yeah, point of view. It's maybe it's a high Jaylen, school point of view. I'm letting you know it's different. Talking from experience? <laughs> no, oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. All right, Jalen. Oh, no, all right, Jalen. You seem to know a little bit more about this. No, just because. I just know how this game works. I've yeah. been in college for what? Three? Talk to me about the game, Jalen. Yeah, Jalen. Hold on, let please, me just Jaylen. look. We about to be in college next year. I want to know. Athletes have their pick up the litter. Literally, you will have girls that will literally go to the game to try to impress athletes that are trying to impress them. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> That's literally how it works. They look if interesting. All he has to do is say, I play basketball. You don't gotta like, oh no, 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 no. He don't even gotta say that because he's six seven. He's, he's six, six seven. seven he don't, don't think about it. He <laughs> don't, probably assume. He don't <laughs> even gotta he don't even gotta play a he can be a bench warmer. Facts. He can be a bench warmer <laughs> and literally just be like I'll, and walk around with the gear. Because y'all wouldn't know. Y'all you wouldn't know he, unless he I don't say play and watch the game. The game like what you because they they go to the no, they go to the game, they don't even know what's going on. They don't even know the rules of basketball. They don't even know what's going on. They don't know the rules. They just know he's cute. I want to try to get him. That's how it I works. Want, it's it's that pick me type of stuff. That's pick all it me, is. Pick me, right? Pick me. You want to be the better. You want you want proximity to power. You want to be with the cute you guy. Say? You want to be who everybody. You want to be about clout. Clout is the new currency. Yeah, was a new currency. But but let me tell you something. Because clout is is relatively a new thing or what y'all have labeled now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now. Groupies been around for a long time. Always. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Always. Thank you, Tevin. They've been around for a long time and they're not going anywhere in, anytime soon. No. Yeah. So when you have one of these high profile males mm-hmm. 
on these teams, there are a lot of people vying for their attention. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, I don't know what kind of stuff he was on or why he picked this this particular young lady. Um, she- I would have to think it was her her mouth game and what she was saying to him prior to him showing up. What she was, let's, I mean, can we, can we keep it a buck? Like, why, why be, you turn it in the I don't know why Keela <laughs> over here in the corner. Y'all be talking and y'all be talking about things all the time. Yeah. And so when these people come in and they meet up with you, they expecting you to keep, keep your word and keep what you said to them over that telephone or over social media, or they want to see based past those pictures that you done sent them in in the group chat or whatever it is that y'all are on. So let's, 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 let's stop being silly for a moment and let's keep it real because the bottom line is, and the facts of the matter is people are entering into games that they don't know are being played in the way that they're being played. Mm -hmm. And y'all are so young and inexperienced that your mouth is going to get you in trouble Mm -hmm. because y'all want to play these games with these older boys, men, they're, they're not boys once y'all leave high school with these young men. Y'all want to play these games and y'all want to say certain things. And you don't think that people are going to show up to take you up on what it is that you said you wanted to do. True. I think right? that goes with any situation as well. It can. It can. But we're talking particularly about this situation where this young lady had been talking to this young man, mm-hmm. invited him to her room under the pretense that they was going to get busy. <clears throat> And he shows up with that and that only on his mind. Let's keep it real. No, yeah. Yeah. That's he was he not expect. He knew what he and was he there for. He should have stayed where he was at. He should have stayed where he was at. Honestly, yeah. I was, you know, thinking about it. It's like now that he has to face the consequences of his actions. I feel I like if you were really. I mean, like well, the being suspended the game, not okay. like law. But like if you were really worried about your future as a basketball player. Would you have really left your hotel room when you knew you should all of them do it? That's not all yeah. of them do it. You, this they is the one that you caught. know. This is the one that you know. <laughs> okay, trust me. It's it's they all do it. Well, because the way you were talking about it's like all oh, this, like you know, you left your hotel room suspension. I would think that as a player, no, well, this, remember, like, I said, it's such a high suspension. No, but remember, but I said it's very very easy. Well, if you think you're gonna get away with something you're going to still do it, yeah. right? Especially if you know your coach does one check. Yeah. All you got to do is be like in there he, for yeah. that one check. Yeah. All right. We out. So he wasn't thinking, oh, my future, what if I get caught? Yeah. No. He was no, like, no, I know what I'm going to Somebody do. call me. Right. I'm on the way. Right. Yes. And he I'll left be. at, what, 151? I mean, Crack I mean, down. what my mama say, nothing open after 11 but some legs. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Can we talk know? about it? Like, like don't, don't, don't get scared and don't get, you know. Canes. Let's, let's. Canes is open. Canes okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now we getting food, Jalen. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just want, like, I want us to be able to have conversations where we're gonna actually talk about real stuff. No. Um, y'all are are heading to college soon. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. No, it's a, it's my boots. no, but it's a different, it's a different game. I feel like people are more. I guess I use the word aggressive. This is, no, this, no. Is, this is what I'm gonna tell you. Like tell pressuring. Me, okay. Pressuring in what way? Like it's more. I feel like it's more peer pressure because once you get to college, you're with adults and you're with people who are legally able to do certain things. So when that's what's around you, it's like, well, this is my new environment. I have to, you know. Does that makes sense. I feel like, like peer pressure has always existed. 
So yeah. like peer pressure in what way? But then you're also you're also away from like your parents. Like, you know, so you have no one holding care. you responsible. Like you're, right. you're not going to go home. Yes. You're holding yourself exactly. Responsible. So if it's like, well, if I if I want to do this, I'm going to go do it because who's who's going to stop me? Right. Okay. And yeah. I, but but that that's not sense. to me. That's not peer pressure. That's, not peer yeah. pressure. that's you being able to now make decisions for yourself. And I would think Purging as, as parents that we put enough into you mm-hmm. to make sure you make the right decisions. But sometimes y'all don't. And when you don't make the right decisions, you end up in situations like this young man now finds himself in because mm-hmm. he was so concerned about getting to that young person. He didn't know that she had ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very. yeah, very scary. <laughs> yeah. And so we have to we have to be honest about what we're doing. Should he have a consequence for leaving? I mean, I yeah, but indefinite yeah. suspension, I don't agree. Really? Mm-hmm. Indefinite suspension? No, I well, don't agree. If 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 it's an indefinite indefinite suspension only because he snuck out, no, because the other kids broke up for you. But if it's like, okay, well you if did it's this. a punishment because he yeah. defended himself. Yeah, that's different. Think? Which is like, mm, nah. I mean, I think he's gonna deal with some physical consequences, right? Yeah. Of course, because yeah. now his leg is jacked up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know if that's gonna hamper his prospects later on in his life. All because he was horny and decided he was gonna leave and go do what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, he's gonna deal with some consequences. He's also has to deal with the consequence of public opinion. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, in that those other parents, the ones who lost their son, they're mm-hmm. going to have a different take on the situation because their son is not here to tell his side of the story. Yeah. All mm-hmm. we know is what we see on surveillance video. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, again, the parents aren't responsible for their their actions. Right. But at the end of the day, when somebody is gone. Their parents are going to want to hold somebody responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Regardless of what happened, how it happened, the facts of the matter, any of that. Yeah. They're going to want somebody held responsible. So why do you say that the suspension indefinitely is to, is doing too much? Like for why? It's, Suspended indefinitely like, for what? Oh, like, you're looking for I, a reason. I want to know yeah. why. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Like, yeah, okay. Because yeah, if it's just for, oh, he snuck out, he broke curfew. That's not yeah. a great thing un- unless it was signed like okay if i break curfew i'm sp- suspended indefinitely but it was just but like, that would be all four of them and not just exactly him. samuel so, has his hand up sam just jump in yeah just go ahead and jump in. okay so i was saying for for sports i feel like for me at least when i perceive things suspending indefinitely is different than injured indefinitely because it's suspended mm-hmm. indefinitely means that I mean, we don't know when we're going to bring you back, but we're probably not right. going to bring you back. Like this, uh, just right now, like recently, this te- the Ke- Texas Longhorns basketball oh, the coach, coach yeah. got exposed for domestic uh, violence, and they said he, they would suspend him indefinitely until further notice what they said. So for me, that just seemed like mm-hmm. they aren't going to bring him back. You say are or aren't? Aren't. Um, so, think, like, if you're going to kick him off, kick him off. But if you're going to keep him, suspend him for a little less time. I'm thinking they're just trying to do an investigation. That's what mm-hmm. you, usually when I hear uh, suspended indefinitely, I think they're using doing investigations. Uh, and then once mm-hmm. they find what's going, what's the root and the cause of everything, then they'll be like, okay. So they'll reinstate we'll, him at that yes. time. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You know, because like Sam said, it's very complex. Like. They can't figure it out. How are us as viewers supposed to figure it out? They're still trying to put pieces together, right? Because now. Mm-hmm. then again, mm-hmm. the team doesn't even know if he's going to face charges, which 
that that's a whole thing right there. Yeah. Then you have the fact of, well, his legs, then it, it's just a whole a lot complex. of things. Cause you used to have the law enforcement side of it. Cause you don't know who's going to get charged with what. It and it's just too many pieces to go around. Well, yeah. I'm hearing that they uh, both Hill and Smith have been charged with multiple felonies. Upshaw has not been charged. Now, Upshaw is the one with the bat. He has not been charged. I know that's oh. um, state police okay. conducted an interview with Upshaw on campus after the shooting and then transported him to the police station. There, the police seized his phone and Upshaw refused a second interview, uh, but, according to court documents. And can they charge him for premeditation and then an assault, right? Can't they charge him? I don't him? know, I don't know what's on his bodily harm. He done broke no, his, his leg. Looked like half of a roundabout. He he like, brought the bat for a reason. You you don't just bring a bat and okay. I, I have a bat. That's all. You, if you, if you, you're on camera, right? Yeah. And yeah, he somebody. swung the bat. And he said, "Me." He had, he had an intention. That's he like. Well, you know, all we can do is follow the story and see what they come up with next. But I'm, I'm intrigued because there's so many layers to it, yeah. and it, it, and it comes down to um, decision making. It comes down to knowing who these people are. We had a whole conversation two weeks ago about your friends. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the Man. people that, you know, you're calling friends. Right. <laughs> and so now we have another situation oh. where you have a group of people making a decision. Somebody ends up deceased. Now they're trying, going to see if somebody needs to be held responsible. Yeah. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, in my view, that young lady needs to be held responsible. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, because she, she, yeah. she, she I think, set it up. Like I said before, out of all this, I think I'm most upset at her. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I just have this like why like it's it's fresh and it reminds me of back in the day I, I had this crush and we gonna get out of here real soon I had this crush on this actor his name was Merlin Santana he was around in the 90s you know he was mm -hmm. cute he was cute I wanted to go to prom with him I wrote oh Oprah God. and everything anyway oh so he goes out with this girl and she sets him up he ends up killed in the car when they came to rob him as she was on a date with him and told the people where to find him at. Mm. And so it, those things come up and, and I know there are more situations out here mm -hmm. that deal with that. What I'm saying is you all need to be very, very clear about who your friends are mm -hmm. and not placing yourselves in situations that are going to cause harm to you. Yeah. Like, it's a new it's a new ball game out here. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah. And this type of conduct, they normally see this in the neighborhood. They don't see this on college campuses. Yeah. Let's keep it real. No, yeah. Facts. There ain't even a whole lot of, I would say, it ain't even a whole lot of black people at New Mexico campuses. Mm -hmm. Why are they cutting up like this? I was gonna say that earlier. I was. You was gonna say what? <laughs> I was. I was gonna say that. out there being all rowdy in New Mexico. That's my thing. New Mexico. Get somewhere and sat down. <laughs> but anyway, y'all, we done ran out of time for today. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Sam, what? What'd you say, Sam? Yeah. Okay. Oh. If you oh, haven't seen a fact, you see oh. this. It is. It can get real hefty, and if you know how to swing it, you can swing it real fast with some force. Like, like, if you can hit a ball four hundred feet, you can definitely break somebody's leg. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I agree. Thanks. I agree. Stop it, Tevin. <laughs> well, I mean, Sam said it. I mean, you swing that. That can actually, if you hit somebody aside from in the yeah. leg, anywhere else, you can actually cause. Yeah, you can bodily harm yeah. and kill somebody. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, golly, I'm sick of stories it's a lot. Like this, Me too. I want I want our folks to act like they got some damn sense. Those fake people mm-hmm. on both sides. Happy go lucky stories. We want happy go lucky stories. It's almost Christmas. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I would have found a happy go lucky story, I would have brought it to you. There, what, there was one. What, Jalen? Oh, good to know. <laughs> Deion yeah. Sanders. All right. Oh, uh, thanks anyway. guys for watching. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Well, with that, we're going to hit y'all with the wave. We're going to catch you here next week where we will be talking with Dr. Charles uh, about suspensions uh, in the Detroit public school system. What's up, Steph? Uh, Samuel. Samuel. That's the wave. Sam. Come on, Sam. Hit us with the wave, Sam. Jada. Oh, my shoulder hurts. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, tricky, Uh, tricky. All right. Till next week, y'all. Bye-bye.